This episode of Jam Transmissions is full of spoilers for The Mandalorian, Chapter 1 and 2. I have spoken. Luminous beings, Zoe. Not this crude matter. We lost the transmission, sir. A communications disruption can mean only one thing. This is Jam Transmissions, a Star Wars podcast. Welcome everybody to episode 52 of Jam Transmissions, a Star Wars podcast. I'm Peter Biox, joined today by my good friend and co-host Joshua Rowe. How's it going, man? It's cold. It's raining. It's Tuesday. Work sucked, um, but it's Star Wars Day. Well, happy Star Wars Day to you and to you and guys and to happy and happy Star Wars Day to our other co-host. Please allow me to introduce the one, the only Miss Eden Gray. Hi, I'm here. It is cold and rainy, but um, it's Star Wars Day. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, how's everybody doing today? How about you, Josh? We'll start with you. <sighs> <laughs> is it is that how you would describe today? Yes. Oh, What's dude, up, buddy? It was awful. It was just one of those don't feel like being there days. And uh it just sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Just hurt. I feel old. I feel really old today. Trust me, I understand. I uh I I had to play a little wookie hookie today because I could not freaking <laughs> I could barely get out of bed today. For physical and mental reasons, you know, that's just how it is. You know, sometimes. <laughs> so you woke up and you were like, oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So how are you doing today, Eden? I'm doing good. I only had a half day of work. Yay. Can't beat that. <laughs> <sighs> so sorry, Josh. You guys. <laughs> I got to work Saturday. Yeah. All day. Yeah. Yeah. What you doing over there? Crocheting something, anything to keep my hands busy while we talk. Yeah, usually she's all jazz hands during the podcast, guys. Yes. Just sitting there, just snapping. It's it's nuts. <laughs> so I'm glad you finally got something. It's really just so distracting. I get restless. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that's good. What you drinking there, Josh? Cafe Americano with an extra shot. The Pete Special. It yeah. is It is the Pete Special coffee. Yeah. Black you know, coffee on a black day. Yeah, man. <laughs> if you get the, uh, if you get the, the coffee... Uh-huh. Is that what you got? Coffee with a shot or just Americano with an extra it's shot? It's about half and half. All right. Yeah. If you get the coffee with the extra shot, that is my absolute favorite coffee drink known as the Red Eye. The Pete Special. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, it's been an exciting week, guys. Um, we were so excited about everything that was coming out towards the end of last week. Yeah. And uh, we got Jedi Fallen Order. We sure did. So how are you enjoying that, Josh? Starting off, it was kind of, you know, like, yay, Star Wars game. But <laughs> it's like brand new Star Wars game. And anything brand new usually needs about a month to get lined out. And there are some wrinkles. 
But now that I'm like 60% through it, I freaking love it. Love yeah, it. Do you think that way. the wrinkles had more to do with the learning curve or do you think that there are actually things that they need to update? Cause I, I haven't, I haven't hit I've, any of those. I've had some issues, uh, frame rate drops, uh, characters popping in and out, and, uh, falling to death when there's nothing happening. Yeah. Yeah. Some weird stuff. Operator error, everyone. Let's <laughs> let him keep thinking what he's thinking. Oh, yeah, because characters... You probably hate Mario, too. Appearing... No, <laughs> just fucking with you, dude. The platforming <laughs> thing is a little weird. That does throw me off in the gameplay. There's, yeah. There is some serious platforming. Brand but, new game, man. Yeah, it's neat. It's just, I agree. It's different. Um, otherwise, I think they did a great job on it. Cool. Yeah. I think I'm really enjoying it as well. Um, the story and everything that has been introduced so far is fun, new and exciting. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was surprised by the controller scheme at first. It's weird, isn't it? Um, you know what this all reminds me of dark souls. Yeah. This game reminds yeah. me so much of freaking dark souls. Yeah, it's, it's dark souls in space. It, you know what? I was so surprised by that. And it me all too. started with the, the rest meditation areas. And we're not yep. going to spoil anything for the game, guys. We're just talking about real, mechanics. real, real basic, yeah. yes, gameplay mechanics yeah, and concepts. that you could read in a magazine. So. Yes. Yep. So you sit there, and when you meditate, you can heal yourself. Now, that's not Dark Souls. <laughs> that's way more generous than Dark Souls. But you yeah. do respawn all the enemies. Yep. And that is such a cool thing for if you want to, you know, train up and learn some new abilities. Right. So you can just... and then. You have to like regain your experience, go back and get it if an enemy kills yes. you. Yeah. So that's, that's very Dark Souls. Exactly. Yeah, you can just go headhunt after that. Like, dang it, but meditate, think about your stuff, yeah. collect your thoughts, and then kill the bastard. I will say that probably one of my favorite aspects of the game so far is the fact that it gives you a choice of where you can go. Mm. And if you go to a place that you're not ready for, <laughs> you got to come back. Feel it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, it lets you go there. But then you don't want to be there anymore. Exactly. It's very puzzly too. Like there's so yeah. many ways to like traverse the worlds. I love that part. Yeah. Uh, your force abilities will allow you to interact with the planets a lot better. The more you gain, the more you know. Knowledge is power. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's it's a different game. I did not expect this. Right. Well, I'm looking forward to talking about this in detail, especially the story and about this main character, Cal Kestis, yeah. and the surrounding characters. I think that it's a really exciting world. Um, I'm actually thinking about in the future, because uh, I'm playing currently on Jedi Master level, uh -huh. basically hard mode, and I, I die a lot. Yeah. So I don't yeah, want to do, do this. I want to go back into story mode version. Um, and look around. Well, no, I'm saying I would, I would like to stream for our friends that don't play the games at all oh yeah i'm thinking like like anthony oh that'd be fun i don't know if you're playing now but um yeah yeah for anybody yeah that'd be a lot of fun yeah that might be kind of cool so you know we started off with a little negativity but you know what there, there's a lot of negativity in the air i gotta say guys this is both an amazing time to be a star wars fan and a freaking terrifying time <laughs> it's it's kind of rough like how much there is to to consume. <laughs> well, it's not even that. That's a wonderful problem. I'm talking about how... You can't touch anything social media-wise? Exactly. <laughs> and we're not talking about... Yeah, we're talking about spoilers, guys. Yeah. And no, don't turn off the podcast. We're not spoiling nothing. That's how I feel every time I'm on Twitter. 
every I, time. Or YouTube. Any or, of those. Yeah. Any of those, man. I f- I'm more nervous than a damn long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs, dude. Like, it is such <laughs> bullshit. Here's my thing. Hey, assholes. If you're going to spoil stuff, don't put it in the title. Yes. Don't put it in the titles. Yes. I mean, come on, guys. So you've all known about how there's stuff w- to do with, like, the Rise of Skywalker. Yes. I ignore anytime I see anything to do with Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. anymore. Twitter, for me, is basically checking my notifications yes. and then getting the f*** off of Twitter. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I check besides that are, um, well, soccer posts, of course, and um, the official Star Wars tweets so yeah. from the official Star Wars account because I know they're not going to spoil anything before it comes out because people will literally lose their jobs in that, if that happens, and that would be great. They deserve to. Um, so that doesn't, <laughs> that, that, that doesn't happen. We're safe there. And that's really it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was that one time though that the uh, the Star Wars show spoiled the death of Darth Maul. You remember that? It was literally right after the episode aired. Yeah. yeah. And then there was the Star Wars show title, "The Life and Times of Darth Maul," like, or "The Life and Death." It may have even said that. That was. I'm pretty sure. I think that, it was life and death. Yeah. I was yeah. so. I was so pissed. Every, I got spoiled on it, guys. Everyone was devastated. <laughs> they. I'm sure they felt terrible. Yeah. Well, they was... didn't, and and this is no offense to the people on the Star Wars show, but but one of the pers- people on there actually said, "Well, if you don't want to get spoiled on on Darth Maul, then you probably shouldn't be watching this video." And I was like, "Hold on, <laughs> this is not the problem here." <laughs> but yeah, scary time, scary time, and there is stuff about the Mandalorian out there, guys. I want to research stuff about the Mandalorian, but my brother told me he said that it, uh, he got spoiled on the freaking name. Or the identity, and I don't even know what that could possibly be of, you know, the Mandalorian. Yeah, and because people have already seen episode three at the fan event, and I'm I'm not about that. I wanna I wanna wait till yeah. it airs. I heard that it's actually Pedro Pascal who said that, and I'm looking forward to once all this is done, looking back and seeing like what the hell is actually going on here. But it's so scary, guys. I can't. I like Google cards. I can't even look at that. I can't do anything. We've got 30 days until the rise of Skywalker. 30 days as of today. How about that? 30 days. Thank God it's just 30 days. (laughs) Then I can get back to scrolling and flipping and interacting with people and opening my apps like a normal person would. Just like, (laughs) exactly. Because there's nothing to be screwed over on. So So that's a special amount of time that makes today special, just one month away. Today is also a really cool day. Because we got the birthday of two new Star Wars books. One fiction, one nonfiction. Yep. The first of which, well, I guess they actually both came out at the same time. We'll flip a coin and we'll start with the fiction. (laughs) Dang it. Today we got Force Collector by Kevin Shinnick. And that is narrated by um, Ewan Morton. And do you guys recognize who that is? I don't. So that is the voice of Count Dooku in Dooku Jedi Lost. Oh. And he was also, I think he plays he plays a character in Hamilton. I don't do uh you know those those plays. <laughs> what do they call them? <laughs> Musicals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I listened to about a minute, like a full minute of it, and he's he does a great job. I was impressed. I'm really digging it because yeah, I did one chapter. I didn't want to do too much because I knew I'd want to talk about it. Um, you know what he sounds like to me? He sounds like freaking Tom Hardy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Huh. I'm really digging it. 
Uh, that could be interesting. Yeah, it's a cool story so far. The premise is unique. Uh, the character, I think I'm going to really like the character as a collector myself of things. I can I can definitely okay. see the way that he sees <laughs> stuff. So shelves look good, by the way. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, he's talking about the uh, shelves that I put up for Eden. Uh, I basically swallowed up all the other walls with three and three quarter inch figures and six six inch black series figures. But you get a little space. Yeah, I do. That's Swallowed all I is an understatement. <laughs> for my little figures and little... Uh, the tiny things. Yeah, little plushes and it's real pops cool. and stuff. Yeah, it's real cool. I really like it. It, it definitely makes the room a little more... Um, approachable i think it would look like a toy store before who can sleep in a toy store it's too damn exciting <laughs> i don't know why dave Chappelle just came out right then that was dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> so guys uh there's a lot to talk about today and i'm really looking forward to it this is going to be a good star wars day but we did hear that there was a tv spot and uh like we said we we typically do not go on youtube yeah anymore. you like, should yeah don't do it so i'm terrified of that for the spoilers and that but i did manage to pull up uh this tv spot which i don't know if it's the first or however many of these have come out via twitter and i tell you what we should check it out just in case there's anything cool let's do a little uh live initial yeah. reaction to it i saw that star wars uh dot com the twitter the official twitter posted a new a tv spot and i just like tapped it like oh this is cool yeah. oh that's new off yeah. <laughs> let's watch this later cool like, and thank you for for yeah. uh letting me know about that because i would have i would have watched immediately so excited so let's do this now what we've done all this time what are you doing there 3po taking one last look sir at my friends confronting fear it's the mask it's the destiny of a jedi look at that bike oh, that's cool Oh, we're all in this. Oh, shit. At the end, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. She's mad. It's available now. And the Palpatine laugh. Oh, we've done all this time. Dude, wow. I know we talked about this with Alice and Laura, and we were all just kind of back and forth on, you yeah. know, is it is, is, is he today, faking, faking people out? Yeah, that, yeah. That, that dropped today. Go check that out, guys. But but to finish my thought, though, it, it was... um. We were like, is he faking people? Is this a fake out? Yeah. Like, no, dude, I think he's donezo. Yeah. Like, legit. The piano, the the low bass, and then all of a sudden, the dong. Dong. Yeah. yeah, man. You, you don't play that when, when you're going to live. <laughs> That's not the starting. You, know. <laughs> you don't open with that. Yeah, but uh, like Josh was saying, yeah, the new Force Toast crossover with Jam Transmissions, where we uh, talked about the last trailer, the final trailer that came out about four weeks ago. Yeah, the trailer trailer. Yeah. yeah. And that was awesome. Like, that finally hit today. So go and search Force Toast at Force Toast Pod on Twitter. Yeah, I can't wait to listen to that. But I was so shocked this 30-second TV spot just dropped. I'm like, oh my god, that's that's Fader's mask. Josh was so right. Oh my god, the yeah. bike. The guys are going to love it. That reminds but, me of uh, the Dark Knight series, the Batman yeah. motorcycle. With all yeah, it does. Twisty shit. Yeah. That's a good... Yeah, that's exactly what that looks like. Man, that that laugh by the Emperor was, oh, he's a dick. Yeah, he is, man. <laughs> he's such a jerk. God. Absolutely, man. I, I hope he dies in this. He better die in this. I hope he dies, dies. You yeah. son of a bitch. Like forever dead. Stop it, Palpatine. <laughs> Stop it. Why couldn't somebody cooler 
be like coming back with immortality and shit. I'm sorry, guys, but he's a nasty asshole and <laughs> he needs to be clean. He needs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Body jokes. Uh, we're five. Cool. That was cool, man. Josh, did you pull anything out of that? Like, there's. Oh, I thought we were watching it again. Um, we can if you want. I'd love to. Yeah, it's pretty fast. What we've done all this time. What are you doing there, 3PO? Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. Those guys look cool. It's the destiny of a Jedi. That. Yeah, we're kind so of... So what the hell was going on with that? No idea. And you're, t- you're talking about um, with that Millennium Falcon coming up yes. in the back. So is she running from him at that point? She, she looked like she was running for the Falcon. She's jumping, and he really wasn't yeah. doing a whole lot, and there's troopers everywhere. And they're falling backwards probably just from actual G-force, Thru- right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what it looked like because things used, were moving. And Kylo Ren uses the Force right. to stop himself, and he yeah. just watches her running away. Yeah. Oh, so what the hell's going on? When when in the movie does this happen? Right, is this before <laughs> or after the amazing like you fight? Stopped it at a good spot. Look at that. Yeah, all of the thrusters. Did you see that new poster that came out today as well? Yes, the Dolby Digital. Did you art. see it, Josh? No, because my life sucks. Google I that poster immediately. Here you go, Josh. <gasps> Ooh, and you were just looking at an oh, opposite version of this so in that pretty. trailer. So describe what you're seeing right now. What's going on with the clouds? That's not what I was hoping for. I was no, hoping no, 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 no. <laughs> that distracts me because it looks like a skull or something in there. Um, there's all these Star Destroyers, all of these Star Destroyers with red um, markings on them. The so they're, they're painted up. Yes. Like that's, very much uh, the Republic. That's new, right? Yeah. That's not seen before. It's like a, a, a like World War II bomber style stuff on a freaking Star Destroyer. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. I don't know it's how else looking. to describe yeah, it. Yeah, but that's, yeah, it's close enough. It's war paint. Yeah. Is what it looks like. It's Sith. First order. Red. Yeah, Sith, Sith war paint. And they're not first order ships though, are they? Sith destroyers. I'm calling it. They're freaking Star they're, Destroyers, and, and it's obvious fact, something that I would like to improve on, that we're just not the biggest starship nerds. Yeah. It's it's kind of my New Year's resolution for next year. They look Imperial. Or like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they look Imperial. They don't yeah. look... The First Order ones kind of... They're more streamlined. This looks like you've got all the command stuff stacked on top, like the, the Imperial ones. It's and there's, chunky. Yes, and there's a ton of them, and there's one X-Wing. I guess Poe Dameron's going to just do all this again. Yeah, that's that new sweet orange one. Yeah. I bet... Uh, they, built, they built them a new one. Yeah, I yeah. bet Doug Brooks freaking loves that gaudy <laughs> orange freaking X-Wing. Of all the colors. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. all the galaxy. That, that's a little... little uh, Little gouge Stab. against two uh, the Tennessee Volunteers. You know we're University of Kentucky, and three people just turned the podcast off. So let's just go ahead because <laughs> we're talking about sports now. Josh, let me just tell you, dude, you just blew my freaking mind when talking about the clouds here. Can I tell you what I see? I see that's a turtle on the left side. <laughs> you've got a freaking battle droid right there. Yep, looks like it, and that's either Darth Vader or the Emperor Palpatine in mm-hmm. that cloud. On the left, and I look, see a U. The Max Rebo band on the right. What does it mean? <laughs> There's Dave Chappelle the, again. The third one. <laughs> the third one's not there. On the left, I see a U wing. So, do you think there's anything in that, or that's just we're just being ridiculous? We're just seeing nonsense. <laughs> Absolutely. But are we? 
It's so minimalist, but it could. Yeah, I mean, art is up for interpretation. Yeah. Lovely Dolby Digital Cinema poster. This thing would look amazing on anyone's wall, especially in an office where it, it looks kind of stark and professional. Yeah, it's very clean. So the other book that we got was Anthony Daniel's memoir. Yep. And I went ahead and downloaded that and I listened to a little bit of that too because I knew that the foreword was narrated, written and narrated by J.J. Abrams. Oh yeah, he's done. He's done. We got a C-3PO book. Yeah. Yeah, he's dead. And it was oh, written oh, written before The Rise of Skywalker too. I didn't even like before we that. even started. See, he even knew. He announced it he at knew. freaking Star Wars Celebration. He it's, knew. It's, it's called I Am C-3PO, right? Yeah. I think that could have been a better name. The Here, inside story. The inside story. I would have called it human cyborg relations. Yeah. That'd be dope, wouldn't it? Right. Didn't, didn't we hear at, at celebration <laughs> what Anthony Daniels wanted to call it? He had another title. He was like, I thought this would be perfect, but they wouldn't let me. It was probably human cyborg relations. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So against protocol. Yeah. Well, those are the books that we're getting out. And um just wanted to let you guys know that next week. We're going to be talking with a very special guest, and you'll find out who that is probably a little bit before it comes out, probably a couple days. We're very excited to have this person on the podcast. We hope he or she is as well. Can we say what we're going to be talking about? Oh, yeah. It definitely has to do with books. We're going to be talking about Resistance Reborn by Rebecca Roanhorse. And Great. that's so if you guys have any comm link chatter that you would like to, you know, just any thoughts like you've been dying to talk about it because it's not been out very long. But it's a good book. Yeah, it's a damn good book. Uh, you can go ahead and send that to comlink, C-O-M-L-I-N-K, at jamtransmissions.com. Whenever you do that, you become a part of... Comlink Chatter! And today's Comlink Chatter is from a longtime listener and a person I've known for a very long time. First time caller. <laughs> <laughs> this is from my brother. Mike at Comics to Games. Oh, oh wow, yeah. I didn't even know that. So, yeah, first time caller. Yeah. <laughs> Let's check this out. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> I got nine lines. This shines. My death in Last Jedi wasn't my demise because I'm back. And it's a trap. Hey guys, it's in the family. Yeah, it is. First time caller. Just wanted to say (laughs) hi and just drop a line to you guys because I know we're going on 52 episodes. Man, I tell you what, all the hard work, blood, sweat, and tears you guys put into this is incredible. Thanks, I mean, man. every yeah. single week, I am blown away by what you guys can do Aww. and the information you put out. It is so much fun. That last episode about Dominic Pace, amazing. If you haven't guessed, this is your brother. How you doing, Pete? <laughs> oh, no Josh, idea. Miss Eden. Howdy. Always a pleasure to listen to you. Man, the Mandalorian. Cannot believe how killer that new episode was. Yeah. I mean, if anything happens to that little Yoda character, I'm going to go out of my <laughs> mind. Yes. <laughs> I, I just wanted it. to drop a line, tell you guys, keep up the good work. Everybody, keep listening. 
Keep sending in the messages. Oh, yeah. This is hands down one of the best podcasts that I get to listen to every week. And I'm proud to call him family. Oh, oh and by the way, before I go, got a joke for you. Oh, no. What has nine arms sucks and you know all the lyrics to. Give up. Uh. Def Leppard. So I'm guessing there are five members in that band. That's jacked up, Mike. That's jacked up. You don't know about the drummer? Yeah, I know about it. I'm just saying that's. (laughs) That was really good. (laughs) Yeah, you're definitely related. That's awesome. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Mike. I agree 100%. If anything happens to that tiny baby Yoda creature, we're done. I'm done with you, Star Wars. You cannot kill my child. <laughs> you know what? I freaking agree. Like, this is the damn cutest little thing See, I've yeah, ever seen. Right there. I have never, I'm not a plushy guy. Yeah. I'm a plushy looking guy, but I'm not a plushy guy. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Peter lost. You're welcome. You broke it. <laughs> I've been waiting for this all week, by the way. Oh, um, nice. But yes, dude, I want a freaking plushy. I know he's not Yoda, but Baby Yoda thing. Everybody yeah. knows what we're talking about. Yeah, don't worry about it. You can call him yeah. Baby Yoda if you I'm want. calling him Baby Yoda. What's he going to do? Come out and force choke me from beyond? <laughs> Maybe might. he could. Like, we all know it's not, like, you're not actually Yoda, but we don't have a name. It's the only thing we can call him. Yeah. Guys, yeah, I want I, I want a pop. I want the plush. I want a keychain. I want a sticker. <laughs> Josh, it's so funny that you said you wanted plushie because it has finally shown up as of today in the Galaxy's Edge creature. <laughs> yeah. What? You're not. You're kidding. Nope. I've got a picture of it. Bring yeah. that up. Yeah. Let me let me pull this up real quick. In I, Galaxy's Edge, Baby yep. Yoda is in Galaxy's Edge. I plushie. apologize for that terrible sound. That Feast I your made. eyes, <gasps> <laughs> son of a bitch. What? Feast your eyes, Eden. Can, can you get that shit online, or do you have to be there? No, I don't know about that. Oh, we need to find that out. Yeah. Is that a gonk droid behind it? No, uh, maybe. There were so many gonk droids in this most recent episode. Oh, I just want to stare at it forever. We're going. If that's the only place you can go, we're going. <laughs> and this is how intensely you feel about this creature. Oh, dude, I love him. The child. It's when he's like doing the thing with his arm and he's just, I love it. So, yeah, that's that. Thanks again, Mike, for yeah. that. And thank you, Galaxy's that's Edge, awesome for, for blowing Josh's mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a song by Shadow Clone called Touch Me Like a, a Plushie. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it made me think. I of don't it. sexualize no. baby Yoda. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't even that. You know what I mean. So today's the 52nd episode, guys. That's a year. One whole year. It's a whole nother year. It's <laughs> <laughs> a whole nother year. <laughs> so I said back in the 50th episode that I was going to tally up all the amount of time that we have been on the radio, basically. In a whole year. Now, across 51 episodes, we can't count the 52nd episode. Okay. And we're going to count the special releases, the episode 9 teaser trailer and the Mandalorian teaser trailer. Uh-huh. We've got 64 hours and 44 minutes of Jesus total item Christ. audio time. Of podcast time? Yep. Wow. 64 hours. 64 hours. You could listen to us for almost three days straight. Why wouldn't Without you? Without a break. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, guys, go tell your friends to go binge some jam transmissions. In yeah, fact, for real. In it'll fact, only take three days. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. Like you Five guys, sets of AirPods, you're good to go. Like, y'all need a break <laughs> from binging Disney Plus. I know. 
There's only so much Darkwing Duck you can, you can watch. <laughs> There's only so many times I can rewatch the Mandalorian that statement episodes. Not <laughs> was a little dangerous. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's not even counting the um, the patron stuff. Oh yeah. I didn't add, add that in because it's secret. It AKA secret. I forgot. Safe. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> so yeah, if you guys uh wanna actually it, it would be a huge help to us if you if you just shared it with your best Star Wars friend. If he's not or he or she is not already a listener of the podcast, we've been looking to kind of up the downloads and in, in that lately and and um that would be a huge, 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 huge help to us because we love interacting with you guys and we love hearing from you in Calm Lake Chatter. We just want to keep it going. So we just love you. Here's to another sixty-five hours next year. Yeah, let's try and let's try and break it. I think we can. I don't know. There's so many new releases this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's been easy this year. It has. But if we try a little harder, we can do it next year. Yeah, we can do it. So, does everyone remember the name of the first episode? The first episode title: <laughs> Why We Love Star Wars. Exactly. <laughs> So serious. So yeah. We're going to look back on the last year. This is going to be fun, guys. Oh yeah, I'm super excited. (laughs) (laughs) That Rogue One Vader scene still is, it's up there. Yeah. That was just freaking awesome. You guys talked about that a lot last year. Yeah. Yeah. The terror in that was just, who brought that up? Was it Rick? In a voicemail talking about, uh, yeah, it was Rick and Isaac, wasn't it? Yeah, about yeah. how no- Isaac saw that in the theater. That scary. And that was his first theater Vader. Can you imagine? No. Ours was, <laughs> ours was, if this is a consular ship, where's the ambassador? Yeah. <laughs> I never thought he was that scary. I thought he was cool as hell. Yeah, he was awesome. But- <laughs> he was just walking through there, just all bad A and throwing stuff. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so that whole why we love Star Wars thing, that all started with a quote from you, Josh. And uh, check this out. But why do we love Star Wars so much? I think because people who make Star Wars love Star Wars so much. Oh, yeah. It's more than just a paycheck. And you There's, can tell there is everything a, new. It's fans are making it. It's a craft. It, it's a phenomenal craft. I still feel that way. Yeah. We actually talked about that. Was it Monday? I don't know. It's been in the last few days. Yeah. We've, we said it's made by fans, which it's made it by weird. fans. And that's why we love star Wars so much. And I wouldn't, I wanted to kind of do something fun for one year later and see where our minds are still at based on where they were on the first episode. Cause it was kind of introduction episode. Like, yeah, we like this. This is our favorite movies. This is our favorite books. We like that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, man, is that why you still, why you love Star Wars still? Is there anything that's changed in the last year? Baby Yoda. <laughs> 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 to hell with all the rest of it, Baby Yoda. I don't care what happens from here on out. Yeah. And Galaxy's Edge gave me a plushie, so <laughs> we're done. Exactly. <laughs> Satisfa- satisfaction. Done with Dude, I'm actually really fucking happy because there's a baby. I wanted that so bad. I want that. I want that. 
I'll, I'll cheers to that one right there. I want that too. It's Miller time. <laughs> yeah. Like my mood has improved tenfold. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm a bad girlfriend. I was faking it for the like, last 30 minutes. Now it's all real. <laughs> Oh my crying. <laughs> I'm so happy. See how happy he is over this baby Yoda. Yeah. Because like I have yes. these feelings about so many other creatures and Pokemon and Digimon and this giant Charmander plush you got for me and uh all kinds of other strange Star Wars creatures and loath cats and now I'm like <laughs> someone else. There it is. He feels it amazing. Bearded, yeah. hard, cold hearted individual. <laughs> We'll go to hell and back for a baby Yoda plushie. <laughs> it's frankly, it's amazing. Yeah. And that's why I love Star Wars right there is because what I just I saw plushie. <laughs> because it completely changed you yeah. just like that. No. Did, my life is just so much better. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I tell you what, man, I'm with you and it's obvious, man, because the people who are making Star Wars are fans and they're very talented fans. Um, I love it for that reason. But I love it because it creates podcast communities as well. Like I didn't realize what we were getting into yeah. in the very beginning. And um, we talked about this on episode 50, so I'm not going to beat it down. But let me just tell you guys, uh, you guys make my Star Wars so much better. Like it's I, I cannot wait to talk to you guys. I cannot wait to hear all the things that you have to say. And yeah, it's a big old happy Star Wars family. All jokes aside, I still love that. Yoda, But it's the friends I think that we've made. It's doing this is why I love Star Wars now. Yeah. I know it's cheesy as shit, but it is. This is dude. It's real. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, I feel it too, man. We made some awesome friends. Yeah. Uh, this little family we've got, and this has helped open my mind and heart <laughs> a little bit. And seriously, though, it, it's done me a lot of good. Yeah. Well, how about you, Eden? What What is it about Star Wars that you love that, that makes you just like, mm, Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> I always see, seem to say those things right when Josh the worst time. takes a, a sip of coffee. Like, he almost spit it all over the drum set. It was awesome. I, really, I would have let it happen. <laughs> it's your fault. Why do you love Star Wars so much? It makes me happy. It makes me happy, and it makes my friends happy, and it makes lots of other people happy. But mostly, it makes me happy. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's certainly, um, maybe this is kind of in line with what you're saying, but it's a great escape. Yeah. When when reality just kind of sucks. Yeah. When you realize that we're all stuck in the matrix. Yeah. And wish, you know, we, we take the blue pill and we go and we go into Star Wars mode. I love, I love my space fantasy and it's everyone else's space fantasy and it's, it's just some great sci-fi and sci-fi is my favorite thing. Yeah. So that's awesome. all I've got that's really articulate. <laughs> no, it's it, it makes perfect sense. There's yeah. no wrong answer to uh for an opinion, I don't think. No. But um it's not hurtful, so yeah. Yeah. So I actually went back and I found all the questions that we asked and uh each other that we asked <laughs> yeah, each yeah. other. On that yeah. first episode. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna kinda go through these. It's gonna be kind of funny. And don't worry, guys, we're gonna get to that Mandalorian here in just a little bit, but this is going to be fun. It's, let's, it's a little, let's set the mood. Yeah, let's do That's Rad 4. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're going to be <laughs> hearing plenty of, you're gonna be hearing plenty of that. I thought Sebulba's so, pod racer? No, Rad 4. That's more wah, 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 wah. <laughs> so, the first question 
is, what is the book that stood out most to you in the new canon? What would you say, Josh, of all? Uh, we actually went through two. <laughs> uh, number one and a number two. Oh, it's really difficult because there's been 50 freaking books that came out this year that have been so awesome. Um, even our time with last shot was a lot of fun. That's yeah. yeah, it's not up there on the list, but it's still a lot of fun. Um, this, this one that we're going to talk about next week, I think has been a big hit. Really? And, uh, yeah. Resistance reborn. I like, I've never really like the audiobooks for me have been terrific, but I, after reading the way that she had written this one, I wanted to just have it in my hands and literally read it. And I'm going to finish that. I enjoyed reading this one. I really enjoyed just reading this one. Yeah. Instead of, because listening to a Star Wars book is, is almost like watching a movie. It's an audio yeah. production. But this was a good read. Uh, Master and Apprentice, I think was, uh, it's up there because of just the, the expansion on the lore and the world building and stuff. When a time we didn't have, that was something new. Yeah. I like that a lot. I think I would agree with that. So that's your one and two. Yeah, it's my one and two. All right. Let's see what Josh said. I would say, I, I guess my question is what is the book that stood out to you the most in the new canon? In the new canon? I would honestly have to say, I enjoyed Alliances very much. The Thrawn novel was probably that is like well, the, we were just gushing over it. So the the epitome of Star Wars novelization, and, and if you could do it in audiobook, that's an experience that I think every Star Wars fan needs because that audiobooks are kind of fun and they can get boring. That one at what thir- fourteen running hours plus almost 15 kept me interested the entire time. I think I did that thing in like four days and it's still up there. That's a favorite. Yeah. But yeah, now this next trilogy, I don't know. It's going to be a lot of fun. All the chips. I'm looking forward to this. Oh yeah. I'm almost lumping all those in together. They haven't even come out, man. Or you're talking about just the whole Thrawn saga Mm -hmm. that we got in those three books. Son of a bitch. I forgot about alphabet squadron too. That was a, it wasn't as easy as a read. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. We've got a lot of freaking books this year. Yeah. It, that's the thing too. Yeah. I was, I was sitting here thinking about that today. Um, what, what is my favorite book? What would have been my favorite book in the last year? Yeah. Anything that's come out. And frankly, I think like, I still always kind of want to go back to Thrawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not Cause they're just delightful and yeah. they're very well written. I, I always return to Thrawn for sure. Like just overall. Um, I don't know if I want to choose that as my number one though. I think it's, it's your podcast, buddy. You do what you want. I think, um, I don't know if it's because it's new and it's covering stuff that I want to know. Yeah. But both freaking, I think I'm with you on resistance reborn. No, 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 no. I'm going with Ron. I'm going with Ron (laughs) being difficult. I'm getting pulled in so many directions right now. So Thrawn <laughs> and number two, I'm going to go with Black Spire. That was fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the one I was going to say is my number one. Really? So, yeah. I I really like it. I think Resistance Reborn is so damn new and it's telling me what I want to know. You have, Yeah. I've been yeah. dying for this information. So it's at the yeah. top of the list just for yeah. those reasons. Yeah. Because it's new and it's beautiful. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. The wrapping paper just got pulled off that one. Let's see what I said. I'm trying to think. I really enjoyed uh, James Lucino's Tarkin. Tarkin was good. Yeah, Tarkin is such a really interesting evil son of a bitch. Like he's <laughs> he's so interesting. And this book went back into his past, and also you know told two stories, mm-hmm. you know different timelines. It seems, but that's fun. It works. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Tarkin. Yeah. Huh? How about that? Uh, lots changed in the last fifty-two weeks. That's huh. a really good book, though. Like I it still is. consider, I would consider. We call it back top to that five. Yeah, yeah. James Lucino, man, I just book. like everything that he writes. Yeah, he's not really yeah. put out anything. That makes a lot bad. of sense because I feel like Tarkin was also near the top of my list. Um, so I really appreciate that book. Yeah, and for this year, and it's not—I mean, it's not necessarily books that came out this year, but books that are in the canon that I experienced this year. My favorite has to be Phasma. I loved that book. Really? Yeah. I had no idea that I would. Um, But that is, it's like the, the true story underneath the star Wars that everyone else sees. It's everyone sees the movies and um, everybody talks about the comics. And then you've got this underneath. This is where Phasma came from. This is that planet that no one talks about. Um, This is like its own original sci-fi story, but it's Star Wars. I loved it. Um, it's a very neat perspective on on that book. Yeah. And I was really impressed by um, Queen Shadow and Resistance Reborn. Yeah. Those are so all good. Resistance Reborn, just because it read like a movie, it, the writing was so good. So, so good. And Man, she, didn't she fits it, though? So much, You're right. Just, it's an amazing quality book. And Queen Shadow, because, I mean, also, she did an amazing job, and it's so authentic sounding. It sounds just like Padme the whole time. It's And, and Sabe, and they she nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, since you threw a third out there, I'm going to say Master and Apprentice would be my third. You got a third? Black Spire. I was tossing with that one. Yeah. Very interesting. Because... The Vi Cardinal story really needed to be fleshed out, and I'm glad it happened. Yeah. And it was good. It was a really difficult book to read. Yeah. Um, Especially. Just just for (laughs) triggery stuff for people that. Imagery. Yeah. Like, it's it's hardcore. And, you know, I got to be completely honest with you, man. I don't know why Star Wars is doing that so much. It's kind of of freaking me out. It's getting dark, isn't it? It's getting real dark. Like, I like it. Uh, I like it, um, but. Man, in in re- over and over. rereads of, of things, I'm going to be skipping through all that real dark stuff. Hey, I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, like yeah, I'm not even going to lie about that. So that's where we're at. <laughs> Man, a year ago, I probably would have just been brooding over all that stuff and like give give it to me again, give it to me again. <laughs> <laughs> a lot has changed in a year. So the next thing that we talked about. Yeah, the next thing that we talked about a year ago was what were our top five films? And I feel like this one's going to change a lot. It changes every week. (laughs) Yeah, for me. (laughs) Why are we doing this a year later? This is just random. It's really funny. Um, What if it ends up being the same? Yeah, that would be interesting. Then it's a circle. Yeah, I'll go first this time. It kind of reminds me of uh, these days I think about what Anthony says. Overall farm boy, he always says, his favorite movie is the one that he just watched. And I'm getting to that point. Yeah. Like I get that now. Sometimes I'm actually feeling the Phantom Menace as my number one. And that's crazy. Cause I've always been staunch about 
ESB, uh-huh. Empire Strikes Back all the time. Now, I'm going to think about it clearly <laughs> because, okay. well, let's just go ahead and say this. <laughs> Why is that so funny? <laughs> just the way you're so thinking about this. <laughs> clearly. clearly. Hey, I'm thinking about it. Like, I put my list out last time. I was so high. <laughs> I was hammered. Okay, I see. I see what you're getting at. So, I'm going to go with Empire Strikes Back as number one. Solid. Solid. Yeah. Surprise there. Um, the Force Awakens is number two. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's going to be different. Okay. Yeah. The Phantom Men is number three. I can, yeah. So, so that's after one. This from, year, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised it's actually number, not number two. That's in my, so my top three is one from each trilogy. Yeah. That's oh, wow. Are you doing this on purpose? Or no. Is it, okay. No. That's really interesting though. A New Hope, number four. Mm. And I'm going to do one. Like Eden, Eden breaking the law, Gray. I'm gonna say the Mandalorian is my number five. I know it's not a movie, but God damn it, it certainly feels like one, and I don't care. Huh. It's like my favorite Star Wars right now. And again, it could just be like you said, the rapper's just been pulled off, but it's new. But dude, oh, it's shit's new with it. It's Baby Yoda. Yeah, that's all it has. <laughs> that's his number one, guys. <laughs> the meme was hilarious. Oh my god. <laughs> Now there have been a lot of Baby Yoda memes, and I don't know if you're talking about the one. Like, the one which I sent ones? you this morning. How are you guys seeing Baby Yoda memes if you ain't on the internet? We have a we have a, a very very secret texting circle. Yeah. You text Baby Yoda memes. This one is just the best. Take the shot. <laughs> mm, yes, murder. The face. He's looking face. <laughs> I haven't seen any of these. Now here's the one that I I sent Josh. That one. Yeah. It says. Hire the bounty droid I did. Paying child support? I am not. <laughs> and it's Force Ghost Yoda. <laughs> From The Last Jedi. Oh, God. It was... And I understand that, that that sort of joke would probably offend a lot of people. But let me just tell you. I funny. grew up in a single a single parent home. Right. I, I can make that joke, <laughs> motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. I totally okay. agree. <laughs> I actually thought twice about it. That's This is why we have secret texting circles. Yeah, not everybody's going to find it funny. Right. <laughs> so let's go with uh, what you had since you're breaking the law. Yeah. So let's play this right now. Hit five. Hit top five. Top five? Yeah. It changes daily. It, it changes with my mood. <laughs> I don't know. Right now, I, okay, Empire Strikes Back. Last Jedi. Rogue One. Wouldn't that be messed up if I didn't include Rogue One in the top three after saying that? After saying, yeah. You thought about it, too. I almost said something else. You're so moody. Um, Hey, I actually like Kylo Ren. It all makes sense now. So moody. Mm -hmm. Um, Four, I'm going to have to say A New Hope. Yeah. Five, I'm really digging Solo a lot right now. I got to say... but I'm going to say Force Awakens. So, yeah, a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. The Phantom yeah. Menace wasn't on your list at all in, in the beginning? No, it was number wow. six. Yeah. Wow. Number six at the time. I think that was, that was probably mine, too. Yeah. yeah. We weren't feeling it. Huh. So where are you at now, Josh? Like, uh, wait, wait, how are you feeling about your top Dude, five? almost, almost kind of like Anthony, but I'm picking out, like, my favorite scenes. 
You know, I don't even have a favorite movie anymore. I think I have favorite moments. I'm pretty sure you're breaking more than one law right so, now. Yeah, I well, I mean, that. you're I doing like, whatever, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. No, go for it, buddy. So, what you got? My favorite movie, just based on my favorite all-time scene, and it's also a damn good movie, is Empire. I love Empire. It, but the Yoda on Dagobah is... And, and, dude, I think we talked about this last year. That scene just... It's exponentially better every time I watch it and every time something else comes out in perspective with the force, it's just, they keep building on it. I just love it. It's just, that is star Wars to me. Um, my next favorite, I'm really digging uh, a new hope right now. I don't know why it's just, I, I guess because of the thing I'm writing down and stuff, it's kind of revisiting memories. Interesting. I love a new hope, but, um, I've watched the shit out of Phantom Menace this year, and I really like it. So it's number three. Nice. Uh, four is difficult to pick, um, but I'm going to have to go with probably The Force Awakens. Uh, the Last Jedi's not going to be on there um, out of a top five. Really? Yeah. There's too many scenes I didn't care for in it. It's just for the storytelling perspective, it just was okay but I don't hate it like most people. Um, five, I'm not going to break the law because if I was good breaking the law, Mandalorian's my top pick, period. Right nice. now, I freaking yeah. love everything about it. Uh, the experience is awesome. Dude, I don't know. Probably Jedi. Uh, uh, yeah. Return of the Jedi. Very nice. Yep. Let's compare this to what you said cool. one year ago. Empire Strikes Back. I want to say The Last Jedi, The Return of the Jedi, just because of Return is that high up? I think you? so, just for what it is and A New Hope. So Rogue yeah. One would be five. Rogue, uh, yeah. Rogue One would be a solid five. Interesting. Nice. So The Last Jedi was number two yeah. on a year ago. Yeah, for for you too, right? And it... um. It's really moved down. It really was. It was on number two for all of us. Yeah. And, yeah. and like you said, it's yeah. gone down. Yeah. Very interesting. I just watch it last And now that's why we're talking <laughs> about the wrapping papers just come off of stuff. Yeah. Is that, is I that think right? so because that's it was interesting. New. And Luke's death and everything was such a big deal. Yeah. And we got more on Ray and everybody loves Ray. Yeah. Um, and we thought that Porgs were the new shit, but now we have baby Yoda. <laughs> I'm not changing my mind on this one next year, though. Baby Yoda's thing is just awesome. Yeah. I want a real one. Yeah. I'd let him touch me. I wouldn't be a throwing back in his little pod. Yeah. Just trying yeah. to take care of him. Exactly. He's being nice. Yeah. Who knew the Mando was nice? So, Eden, you got a top five for us? I do. I don't know if I can make it all the way to five. Um, my number one is right now the force awakens nice. i love that movie i love putting it on as much as possible me and peter can quote almost the entire thing and we do daily daily <laughs> on the daily i love bb8 um i love ray i i just i love that movie it's so new and exciting and there's like childlike wonder in it that you don't get in the last jedi um, and that's that's probably why the last Jedi isn't really near the top of my list this time because I'm not feeling that 
intense darkness, angry feelings like I associate with it. Um, number two is the Phantom Menace. This is possibly the only time the Phantom Menace is not my favorite. Mm. It's always been the Phantom Menace. So Force Awakens, Phantom Menace. Um, number three is Rebels. And number four is Resistance. And number five is... Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. What you started? Let, let me guess. Clone Jedi. Wars? Oh. <laughs> the Last Jedi is number five. Yeah, and then Mando. What? Nice. That's good stuff. And you know what? One year later, we're going to revisit this. Hell, one day later, I think both me and Aiden's would be different. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can attest to that, yes. So let's move on to the next thing. Uh, We were talking about speculation on the as-yet-untitled episode nine. (laughs) And uh, we we got something from Josh here. And if you could just say... Josh, what you think is going to happen in like, just what is the big thing that's going to happen if in just, just one sentence, two sentences, what's the big thing that we're going to get in this movie? That dirty asshole is going to be wiped clean. <laughs> <laughs> so absolute death of Palpatine. Yes. Hopefully. Now, we would have never said this a year ago. No. Palpatine was dead back then. It wasn't then. even on the freaking radar. <laughs> and I think... Back in my day, Palpatine was dead. I think we even got a voicemail and <laughs> conversation about that. Yeah. Just a, like two episodes later. Jeff called you, me, and Johnny Warm out on that. Yes, he sure did. <laughs> oh, that was a good day. That was a good day. <laughs> I was I was so... You know what? Way to go, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. <laughs> Being so obscure and pulling stuff out of like nowhere, making me look like an idiot. So thanks. <laughs> so I was sold on that. So this is what you said a year ago. <laughs> so do you have any sort of speculation on what's to come in what we don't know, as in episode nine? Snoke's not dead. Why wouldn't he be? He just got I don't know chopped into tiny stupid. little pieces. Maybe, maybe they're bringing out some legends abilities here. Are you talking like Darth Plagueis style stuff? No, oh, no, I'm not going down that. Okay, no, <laughs> okay. no, no. no. no I'm going. <laughs> what do you think about that now, Josh? Is Snoke still dead, or is Snoke gonna come back? Is Snoke Palpatine, <laughs> or is it Mace Windu? It was a puppet. <laughs> I have no doubts in my mind that this is so true that Snoke is Mace Windu. <laughs> he was so. You know mad. how many times I hear about this? This is just. I bring it up to Josh when he looks like he's having a bad day, <laughs> and it and just it makes, makes it worse, worse. <laughs> every time. What a good friend. <laughs> makes him laugh though. He always gets me right when I'm about ready to go off too. Yeah. Hey, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> After seeing this trailer. I have no doubts in my mind. I'm like, God, I know where this is going. He knows. He knows. <laughs> so, does does Baby Yoda have a place in this movie? How far off are we? How many years from Mando to... It doesn't matter. It's a Baby Let's Yoda. See. It would be about 23, less than 25 years. So, he would be maybe it's in, a hell se- of a spurt, in right? his 70s. Yeah. Who knows? He might only be like a three, four-year-old. At that point. Yeah. If he was a human. Anyways, now this is a fun one. And this is about one of our favorite things right now, live action. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
And I asked you, how is the announcement of Cassian Andor series rubbing you? I did. I still, it's, it's weird. I want it now more than I did then, I think. But I'm pretty damn sure I didn't give two shits about it. I think they said, could they not pick anybody else? I do remember this conversation. <laughs> let's see. Let's see how close you were. sounds like something you would say. I'm always hopeful for new Star Wars, and I'm always excited about new Star Wars. I will say Rogue One is a, again, it's a top five movie for me. I hated that character, Pete. I really did. Really? I couldn't stand him. I didn't like him. He was, he was, uh, he was a scoundrel, but he wasn't Han Solo, charismatic scoundrel. He was just a dupe. A dupe? A dupe. Oh my God. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of him. And so when they announced this, I'm like, there's so many people in the galaxy. Why, why do we go this route? So I'm curious. Like I said, I didn't know I wanted a solo movie, which I like him better than Cassian, but I didn't know I wanted it. I didn't know I wanted Rogue One. I love it. So what do you think <laughs> about all that? Like, uh, do you think that with the way that the Mandalorian is now, like just how it's totally, it's totally not what we thought it was going to be. And it's blowing our freaking heads out. Yeah. Like, yeah. And this, I mean, it has full potential to do the same. I'm hopeful. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I wanted a Han Solo movie and I, I love Solo. So yeah, whatever. I think that Roll the freaking dice on this. Yeah. I think that with the Mandalorian, it wouldn't be a surprise if they continue to just throw curveballs at us because that's what's going to keep them keep the word of mouth alive, yeah, and keep the regular. And I don't, I don't mean to say the regular people, the Muggles, the muggles. interested. I uh, feel like um, at first I was thinking, oh well, I'll just be. I'm more excited about the Can't Say Andor series now because this live action just blew all our expectations out of the water. It's just so fantastic. But, yeah, we really have no idea what they're going to throw at us. So that makes me, one, even more excited. Two, I know I'm going to get something completely different than The Mandalorian in the Cassian Andor series. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Something like spy thriller. Probably. Something cool like that. I see it following more of a predictable timeline than The Mandalorian. Because, dude. I mean, he kind of operates in an area that we've kind of fleshed out a lot in Star Wars. And the Mandalorian takes place in kind of like the Black Period. Like, nobody knows what the heck's going on. Yeah. So, they have more wiggle room, I think, in yeah. the Mandalorian. Yeah, I agree. I think kind of everything that I just said is how I feel. Yeah. It would be a spy thriller. I think that would be really cool. And I think that it would be something different so uh, yes i am still excited about it and yeah. yes I, I actually do like the character make me head him less guys man i i thought he was cool really i thought he was i thought he was a jerk <laughs> oh yeah he's a jerk but that's not a fun jerk either no i think it was um i think that he was certainly the product of his environment you know you, you sit there and he says he's been in this fight since he was six, six years, years old. old now are we actually going how far back are we going to go yeah. i mean because you can be have, young? we've never really had flashbacks, but we're going to find out that he's had that mustache since he was six years old. I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. That's, that's mm. an How long has he had that mustache? <laughs> How since far he back? was six years old. Yeah. How, uh. That's part of his fight. <laughs> yeah. He got that when he started. It just. 
Ah, what's on my lip? I'm gonna go, Viva la resistance. <laughs> gonna be a rebel. Well, there you go. <laughs> what's next? And that was that was pretty much it on on everything. Yeah. Um, I would love to revisit some of these a year from now, but man, uh, let's just keep this going. We had uh, this day in Star Wars history. And that goes back to November 30th, 1985, the final first season episode of the Ewoks animated series, Asha, <laughs> and of Droids, The Frozen Citadel, air on ABC for the first time. If anybody has seen those, terrible 1980s animation. But shoot, they were kind of funny. Have you watched any of them? No. I stand by it. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were not that great, but they had a couple of really cool... There were some cool aspects to it I liked. Yeah, we, we messed around with them, I think, yeah. right after this episode yeah. to kind of revisit. But I remember that yeah. I was like, let's do an episode on the droids cartoon. And then we were like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Worst idea ever. Yeah. We've had a lot of those. I'll tell you what, let's do a, a This Day in Star Wars History for today. Let's see Let's see if uh, it lets us down like all the others used to. <laughs> It really did. Oh, God. We thought, yeah, this is like the best segment ever. Yeah, we've used uh, it like seven times in the last year. Turn the shit. This day in Star Wars history. All right. This is a good one. Really? November the 19th, 1977. Star Wars surpasses Jaws as the highest grossing domestic film of all time. You know what? Let me go on a limb and say this is fall, late fall, early winter. This is when the movies and stuff come out. Of course, this Star Wars history stuff is going to be great now. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the way they do it. Yeah. That was a really good day for George Lucas. It was. That was Considering his history with film. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So... We've talked enough about that. Let's talk about this stuff that you've wanted to talk about and still managed to talk about throughout the whole episode. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about my favorite segment. Oh, yeah. Okay, the Baby Yoda segment. <laughs> the Baby Yoda segment. <laughs> you managed to talk about <laughs> You broke Josh. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so glad we're all having better days now. That's, this is the power of Star Wars Day. Tuesday, though. <laughs> it's cold, but it, you know what? It's Star Wars it's Star Day. Wars Day, buddy. So, this weekend... Uh, Josh and I managed to get into the comic shop at the same time. Yes. And uh, we had a real cool conversation with our buddy Addison, who works at the shop there. Yeah. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. And do you remember what he pointed out to us? Uh, Dr. Pershing. Pershing? Pershing. Pershing. Yeah. The uh, symbol on his right shoulder is the same that of the uh, the clones had on their uniforms. So that blew my mind when he said that. I thought about that a lot. Man, I really hate to bust the bubble on this one, but I paused it and zoomed in and stuff. It's not the same? It's not. No, we did uh, our research. It cool. is not the same. Yeah, it is. In fact, I took a picture of it, and I'm going to pass it around the table. It's just clickbait headline nonsense. That is It's very similar. Yeah. It, it, it looks enough like glance, something. Yes. Yeah. So here is what they wore. Um, the clones were wearing. That is the symbol. 
Yeah. And it's on their left shoulder. It's almost like... Actually, it's on both shoulders. Yeah. It looks like ill. It's like the... License to ill. (laughs) Should have been playing in that scene. Now, if you... It's take, like the backwards Japanese kanji for E, almost. It's very similar. This is all that I could get from his symbol. I can't see shit about that. It looks like right. a J. It doesn't look like much. No. Like, it very well could be, because there's a there's a dark white line down in it. And, and like, this is the scene in yeah. Mandalorian Chapter 1, where Pershing yeah, comes out yeah, and... It's not and, the same. Yeah. It's not the same. It's not the same style. It's not the same contrast. If it's anything, it's whatever that... If it's even the same thing, it's backwards because the shape doesn't go the same direction. Now, the uh, everything about it is... It Wrong. could be... Like, if, if, if Camino still has something a part to play in this, you know, they could change right. their uniforms over time. So, you know... The way I thought about this, going off of that before this knowledge ever hit, was, okay, he's Pershing. He's not... Kevin Owen, right? I mean, it doesn't look that way. (laughs) But the Empire took over Kamino after the Clone Wars or during the Clone Wars or whatever. At that that segment, Order 66 happens. They took it over. So could Dr. Pershing be um, an Imperial cloner in cahoots with Kamino? On Kamino? I think that he was definitely... In under the power, yeah, the, the under the shadow of the empire, yeah, but because we're getting um the clients very uh much imperial, yeah, so why would it, I don't know? They seem like they're in a very close relation, but also they have their own deal going on, yeah, that's, that's separate. true. And he's not the client's not like an imperial officer, no, he's something different. I'm pretty sure that we settle on Imperial Triathlete because yeah, of the medal. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. It was a really cool theory, and I'm I would not be surprised by stuff like that happening. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go ahead and say 95 percent chance not going to happen. Of what? That he is connected to Camino or cloning. Oh yeah, 99 percent yeah. no. But it would be really neat because that would be interesting as to why they would want the asset and why it's okay for it to be dead or alive because you can harvest the DNA from the flesh that's not completely... And it's horrible to speak about Baby Yoda this way. It's it's kind of crushing me Can we talk about Baby Yoda's force powers? Yeah, let's do that. We actually uh, considered... It was really cool. We had speculation about, man, does he have force powers in the first chapter? Is he going to be force sensitive? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, we had several questions answered in this. Well, two two questions answered in this episode. One, yes, he very much is force sensitive and a force wielder. Yeah, a very powerful one. Definitely. And that egg just floats. The answer to that question <laughs> is that that he's not doing that. Right. Yeah. It just it kind of does it on its own. Yeah. It's it's kind of like um, the carbonite. Yeah. That's it or levitates. The, the loaders are almost any yeah. land speeders. Yeah. Anything yeah. in star Wars just floats. And that was really cool because we saw that, uh, Mando was able to move it out of the way with his wrist yeah. thingy. Yeah. He's got a little remote. Control. <laughs> Van Brace. So articulate. <laughs> his wrist thingy. So the, the baby Yoda wanted to heal him when they were camped for the night twice. 
twice and he didn't know what it was doing. It's just, oh no, the baby is out of its crate. Put the baby back in its crate for safety. But he was so serious. Which is good. Yeah. Uh, but there are no canon healing force powers. It's all over le- the legends, comics and books and video games, but it, it does not happen in canon. Well, they're able to, you could call this a healing power. They're able to prevent damage being done to them. And they're able to meditate in certain ways that would speed up healing. Right. Now, I have been reading Legends intermixed with my canon. Yeah. So I could be mixing stuff up. But Josh, well, what, what do you guys think? Even so, if those are powers that a Jedi or a Force user can do, that's not... I don't think that's what the baby was going to do. You're just saying he's, he's, we've never seen like TV evangelists touch you or healed kind of stuff in Star Wars. <laughs> right. Or read it. Or seen <laughs> the, it in I just a see comic. the man going, heal. That's, I mean, that's what he was doing. He was reaching yeah. out with his adorable little paw to to heal that Even cut. Even if it didn't work, you should just let him. Do just it. to heal the cut. Yeah. And I just think that's awesome. That's, I mean, force healing. I've, we've never seen it. So, or maybe he wanted to like open the wound and drink his blood. What do we actually know about this thing? So, he ate a whole frog. <laughs> right. He can just do whatever he wants to do. <laughs> yeah, that looks tasty. I was a little disappointed. It wasn't a gourd. Um, yeah. Maul got bisected and managed to uh, will himself to not die. Right. Still not the same as growing new legs. No, he didn't grow new legs, but did he close the wound? Or at least, you know, kind of... Well, it would have been... He got a lot of stuff down there. He was killed via lightsaber, so... Cauterized some of it, yeah, but I mean, we've still seen uh, Ponda Baba got his arm cut off and there's blood. And there's blood in Qui-Gon, too. Yeah. So... I mean, yeah, yeah, it's hot, but it's not. uh, You got stuff pumping. So it's interesting that that you guys pointed out that he didn't realize that that the baby was trying to heal him. I think that there is a lack of knowledge of the force in him. Yes. The Mando does not know what the force is or believes like most of the galaxy in during the reign of the Empire that, uh, that that stuff is just a myth, a hokey religion. That or weapons are his religion, so it yeah. Blaster by his side is probably a lot better than hokey religions, right? Yeah. So. It was also really interesting, like the way he was sitting there burning the wounds. Yeah. Right. I thought at first he's, you know, using some vibro or thing something, yeah. to stitch it together, but no, but no, that's no, there were no stitches. He's probably covered in that stuff. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he's all scarred to hell. Oh yeah, that's something I was thinking about. Like early Deadpool on. looking, probably not like that bad. But <laughs> it something. takes off his helmet. Oh, <laughs> oh god! No wonder they wear these all the time. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Put so yeah, you know when I was watching that, um, the Yoda keep coming up like while he was doing circuit work on his breastplate I and think stuff he like was that. Trying to heal him. Do you guys think that this baby Yoda? Is 100% CG, or do you think that there is some puppetry? Going oh, there's on? some puppets. Yeah, with those blinks. Oh, it's so good. It, it seems like to me, this, like the movement, some of it is and some yeah. of it isn't, is what it looks I, like. I would like to know for sure. So when he's he's with uh, Agnolti and he's not facing the camera, he looks very much uh, puppeteered. Yeah. Just with the way he kind of, and I'm doing this weird thing with my hand, but that's exactly how his little body went. I was just, just kinda, waving back. Yeah. He just kind of hops around. <laughs> yeah. How, it's how very... Yoda hops around in the original trilogy. And if he's not a puppet, 
props to the animation group who made that happen. Made it look like that a is amazing. practical effect. Yes, thank you. You yeah. know, because it, it just makes all of that just it, it binds it together. I like what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Dying for behind the scenes footage of this yes, stuff. Yes. And I'm dying for all these episodes to come out and watch them. <laughs> and then I can Google this crap because I don't want to have any information given to me. That's not going to be yeah. allotted later on. We're right. going to learn so much about the baby Yoda in the next episode. Can they just I thank hope. the damn thing? Right. Yeah. <sighs> Yertle. Wait. Yeah. Don't go with Yertle. Yertle the turtle. Whatever. Let's move on to a little bit after that scene where the Mando returns to the Razor Crest. Dude, that thing was gutted. I hate Jawas so much. <laughs> I, was, I hate them. My anxiety people... was out the freaking roof on this one. <laughs> I was actually really happy to see them. Jawas always make me laugh. I love yeah. them. They bring me unbridled joy. Mandalorian immediately shows us something from Empire Strikes Back by disintegrating one of the Trandoshans, and then he... No disintegration. He goes on to, <laughs> to disintegrate three Jawas. Yeah. Oh, yes, like, murder. <laughs> you know what? It's funny. You talk about that with the the, the Yoda baby uh, meme. Oh, yeah. Because he sits there and he looks at it, and then he looks at the disintegrated Jawa, and he's clearly stirred. Like, is it is it ah! like... Is, is, it, is it like, ooh, that's cool, or, oh, no, what is he doing? I think yeah. it's, oh, no, what is he doing? Yeah. But it looks kind of funny for the meme. We get so many, so much <laughs> perspective from from the the child yeah. in this episode. It's really lovely. Like, we get to see over the lip of its little crate and see it watch. We watch the Mandalorian do what he does from the child's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Including, yes, vaporizing those jowls. <laughs> it's like, oh, look, little creature. Kush. Which is the most PG version of death ever, I think, <laughs> in the history of television. The, you just knew. You know, you've got um, a lot of silence in this particular episode. And um, yeah, a lot of the emotion is all in the ears of the baby Yoda. Just going up yes. and down like a damn uh-huh. little Pikachu. <laughs> like a puppet. Like, I swear. Yeah. There's a lot puppet to ears. it. It looked, it looked so practical so this time real. around. So, guys, I I freaked the hell out when he decides to go up against the Sandcrawler. Like, yes. to me, this was a huge throwback scene, and Eden can attest, because I was like, oh my god, oh my god, Super Star Wars! <laughs> I've done this! <laughs> and it reminds me of that horrible fucking scene where you have to scale the Sandcrawler. Yeah. And, like, once he starts, cr- like, climbing up there, right, and then you see the Jawa, like, pop out and start shooting, dude, that happens on the Super Nintendo! Yep. And then all of a sudden you climb up, he goes up real high, right? And then he gets to the freaking top. They're still throwing shit at him. He gets to the top. Seven shoot him down. That happened on the Super Nintendo. Well, not seven, but like you can get to the top and they'll still drop you all the way to the oh, ground. Oh, Favreau played this game. You know, yeah. if he did, oh, yeah. somebody there played this game. So, so that throwback Super really Nintendo. made me happy. Okay. So this is a throwback to a Star Wars Super Nintendo game. Super you, Star Wars. Yeah, you show me YouTube videos of it. Yeah. Super difficult. <laughs> So he he makes his way back after after the Razor Crest is completely gutted, mm-hmm. um, and he doesn't know what to do. He goes back to Kuil the Ugnaught, yeah, and he basically says, "I'm going to take you to them," mm-hmm. even though he doesn't trade. want to trade back for something that's already his. Yep. But these Jawas do not destroy; they um, they steal. Yeah, they salvage, steal. I have spoken. Yeah. That's that. He's... I wonder what what would happen if if people like just said, "No, that's not enough." 
Kuil. Like, no, I'm not. This conversation's not over. I have spoken. Like, what happens? Do you think that's why, like, so many of the bounty hunters died before? Like, it, they've asked. They did. And then he shot him. Like, hey, man. Yeah. I said. <laughs> I have spoken. He goes, smoldering corpse. Down there. That's when he, he says the thing you were talking about earlier, like, uh, weapons were... Uh, you my religions, rifle, yeah. yeah. So he goes, he takes them to the to the Jawas. I tell you what, man, those Dagon Jawas—they want to trade for the freaking Besker. Like they want to take his armor. I, That's the first thing they asked for. Armor, you know what he should have done? It. What I would have done? Vaporized all of them. Done. Get my shit back. They're gone. Well, you saw what happened when he tried to do that last. But then time. he would have lost. He, he lost. He would have lost the respect of of Kuil. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kuil. Yeah. All respect, and he, there's a there's a lot of respect going on there, and I don't think he could damage that relationship because and Kuil he's a, had he's a chaotic, s- lawful character. Yeah. I think, yeah. don't yeah. you think? Kuil had done so much for him that he couldn't ruin this something that was being done for him. So they decide they still deserve to be what shot. they need. Suka, 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 suka. suka. Was that not like suka. cartoonish when they're the sand crawlers just kind of coming over this ridge? It and was, you yeah. Amazing! I, it looked like a model. Like I hope they made that with a model because it sure looked like had to be model filming. And then the the, the Jawas and the cockpit. Like we've never seen a sand crawler on the inside or the That's cockpit tiny. of a sand crawler because the Jawas outside are of a tiny. book, right? Yeah. But wow, we finally get to see the inside. And then the Mandalorian is in there, which is incredible. <laughs> <Barely>. <laughs> he does not fit. Like why is he in there? And then that one looks over at him like all maniacally, and he says, "Suka." <laughs> it's so funny. He I actually his head and they titter and laugh. It's perfect. Yeah, it's so funny. I I actually made eggs for Eden a couple days after that came out, and I handed them to her, and she said, "Suka." <laughs> no joke. Yeah, no idea what I was talking. This about. movie is legit impacting our lives. Like it's it's penetrating our lives. Oh yeah. So that's great. <laughs> it was it was a great episode. It was so great. Yeah. So then we get to that giant animal hole cave, and that's when he pushes the button on the wrist, and we we find out that he's not. You know, we still don't know that the baby Yoda is force sensitive or not at this point. No. And then no, he the goes big reveal with the mud horn to get the yeah the mud horn. And uh, guys, if you're not watching with closed captions, you really got to. Mm-hmm. This is how you're you learn. missing things. Yeah. Yeah. So the blind, the nearly blind mud horn. Yeah. Now, this is another thing, Josh, that makes me think that we are for sure not on Tatooine. Look at all that mud. Oh, yeah. It rained. Yeah. Yeah. How about all that? Yeah. There's no, this is like, and the frogs. Right. There are no frogs on Tatooine. Well, in most Espa, they're, they're sold. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean they they could be freighted in, though. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right. So it's a losing battle. Yeah. And, And he gets knocked the hell out a lot. Which time? <laughs> like he, the, every time. the time that he had the uh, concussions. Yes, yeah. dude. And he pulls out the knife, and he's just going to do whatever he can. So before that, though, did you guys notice that there was like a shock on the inside of his armor? Do you think yes. that that's like a probably? Little, yeah, like probably. A, a little saving defibrillator. Thing? Yes. Almost. Yeah. Like if, if if your armor can detect that you've been knocked out, it'll shock you back away. Oh, yeah. oh wow! That so, is so freaking cool. Here's the thing with concussions. You want to go to sleep. Oh, trust like, you, me. You, I know. <laughs> you really, like, you get them and you're like, nap. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Um, and it happens. Don't do it, uh, guys. Right. Do not go to sleep for quite a while. Um, Make sure your Besker armor has backup to, right. to wake you back up. Right. So, <laughs> Energizer batteries, 9 volts, lick them. Um, 
but dude, don't leak the batteries. Uh, <laughs> this is a public service this, announcement. There could be yeah, very young bo- Yoda species listening right, to this so podcast. Right, so don't, don't leak the batteries. But the, the film work with that was so spot on. Yeah. The cameraman, he's been hit once or twice because that was just, that was almost perfect. Yeah. That, I don't know how to describe it without doing my face, but you know, guys. I'll describe the face. Yeah, it's just that. <laughs> He's uh, licking the microphone. No. <laughs> okay. Sorry. None of that happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, as Eden was saying, he pulls out the knife. And, um, yeah. Last at this point, ditch. he reserves. like, or, or, not reserves, but he basically just, he's, yeah, he reserves himself to, he's going to die. Yeah. He knows it's coming. And he holds it up. And then we see Struggled. the amazing scene. Struggled to hold it up. And the music changes. And then you got the three claws from the baby Yoda. Yeah. Coming oh, up. man. <laughs> if you're and like- then I was like, this was this was my exact reaction. <gasps> Mine too. Mine yeah. too. Same. Great. Almost identical. That's exactly what I did. What was different about it? My voice was a little different. <laughs> a little bit <laughs> deeper. We don't sound the same. It you was like. like <laughs> <laughs> I did, dude. Like. The, he just stops and the music the music was perfect it was the music was absolutely perfect if you listen to it on its own without the episode you, you know what's pull happening up, you pull up well no you know exactly what's happening you pull up the chapter soundtrack for chapter two on youtube or yes. itunes or whatever and it, it the the mudhorn music is insane it sounds completely crazy on its own on its own and then bam quiet haunting and you know that that's the force. Yeah. You know, that's the moment when the force is being in used. Yeah. It's incredible. So that's amazing. And it knocks the poor little guy out cold. Yeah. Yeah. Mandalorian has no idea what's going on. Right. But he's still very concerned. He doesn't think that he's damaged. He thinks that at least not physically. physically. Yeah. Yes. Was he hurt? Right. Not physically. Right. So he takes the egg back. Suka. And the Jawas freaking slice it open and eat it like Winnie the freaking Pooh in a jar of honey. H-U-N-M-Y. That was amazing. That's not what I was expecting. I mean, that's what Takes it looked like. Yeah. Shoop. <laughs> Suka! I thought it had more of an importance, but that was just it. Like, they were it hungry. Just a delicacy, yeah. <laughs> Love it. He basically died for some caviar. That was about it. Yeah. So... Once he gets back, and I mean the Mandalorian gets back to Kawil's camp, uh, Kawil is just like, this is what all the fuss was about. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they get started working on, on the Razor Crest. Uh-huh. Once the ship is fixed, the Mandalorian basically is like, what can I do to help you? Like, I need to thank you. And Kawil is just basically like, no, you're my guest. Um, I'm in your service. Yes, exactly. Which is really interesting that he says that because what happens next is very powerful. The Mandalorian says, you can come and be a part of my crew. And then Kawil says, I have worked a lifetime to be free of servitude. Thank you for bringing peace to my valley. And the Mandalorian says he understands. He understands servitude. Yeah. This is where the, the history of the Mandalorians comes in if, if, and, uh, with the Empire and what he probably had to do after he was saved. Foundling. Yeah, bef- probably before he yeah. was a foundling, probably had to endure some really 
difficult times. Life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just really good dialogue, man. Can I talk about something else I thought about with that sort of flashback now that it just come up? Uh-huh. We just recently had uh, the celebration of Life Day, which was brought up by the Mithral character. Yeah. And by by <laughs> saying it's a celebration of Life Day, Life Day is basically officially now. Canon. The day, well, not that, but no. the day that the happy the Star Wars holiday special came out. Yeah. Because we all need international days on the internet now. Right, yeah. So think about what he and everyone else was wearing in that flashback before the droids came. Oh my God. Life Day. They were all wearing red robes. Yeah, just like in Life Day. Exactly. What? And I've got a picture here, guys, of the the Wookiees all wearing red robes. Yep. God, it's so awful. Fun fact about that, guys. Interesting. The suits were too hot. The suits were too hot. Thank (laughs) you, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Anything to make the holiday special more interesting. Anything. So, that's that. Any other thoughts on The Mandalorian, guys? Besides want to see the third one? No, I can't. Yeah, I can't wait to see the third one. The one after that. I want to know more about our child. Our collective Star Wars child. This is now the child, the baby of the Star Wars family. He's got millions of foster parents. Yes. And, All over uh, the globe. <laughs> <laughs> I really, truly I love, love the damn thing, too. Yeah. Like, I, I do. It's, I do not like children. I think babies are ugly and they smell bad. I don't Most like. Most of the time. I don't like it. I, it, I, I don't like children. And I saw this little thing and it just melted my freaking heart. My cold heart. Yeah, immediately. Imagine how it smells. My heart? No. Oh, the, <laughs> I'll go ahead and tell you, your heart doesn't smell good. Like, the baby. Like frog yeah. farts, probably. Be- oh my God. That is exactly what he smells like. Yeah. Frog farts. But we love him anyway. Swampy poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you're making it harder to love this little thing now. Yeah. But you know what? He's still cute. Just look at him. Now that that's over, you guys know what time it is, right? Yes. It's time for the showbiz. Got a new one for you. Yeah. Ooh, I wasn't prepared. For Are you going to be doing this pretty often? I'll switch it up from, yeah. from time to time. Okay. So you guys know that we strive to keep this a super interactive show. So here are all the different ways that you can interact with us. Both Josh and I can be reached on the podcast, Twitter, and the Instagram. That's at JTComlink on Twitter and at Transmissions on Instagram. We also have a Facebook page under the same name. And if blogs are your thing, you can find ours easily at jamtransmissions.wordpress.com. Ever-growing with articles from Josh, Eden, and myself. And let me tell you, by the time this episode is out, we're going to have a brand new uh, review, a spoiler-free review of Resistance Reborn. So if you haven't checked it out, be sure to check it out before next week's episode. Now, you can follow all of our personal endeavors as well. Josh, where can people follow your artwork and direct commission requests? Instagram at JDRow812. And on uh, Twitter, it's JoshuaRow24. Awesome. And be sure to direct some of those commissions at him. His stuff is incredible. Just hop on that Instagram, guys. Eden, where can people follow and interact with you on social media? I am on Twitter primarily at Eden Jean Gray. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not on there very much right now because it's National Novel Writing Month. And it's basically Star Wars Celebration Month again with everything coming out. And, right. Yeah, that's where I am. 
awesome. And yeah, go do that to see uh, progress pictures of the thing that started out like a little ball of yarn and now is like, I don't know. It's it's a hat. It's huge now. Uh, seriously, it was like an inch by an inch. And now it's big enough to put on a baby's head. Right on. And of course, if you want to hear your voicemails or emails on the show, like all of our Comlink chatter crew, you got to get them sent in by Monday nights to Comlink, C-O-M-L-I-N-K at jamtransmissions.com. And don't forget, if you want to support the show, we have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash jamtransmissions. And there is audio and all sorts of physical benefits as well that you cannot get anywhere else. That's the showbiz. That was the showbiz. My song ran out before I was finished. It was really short. It was really good timing, though, <laughs> right at the end. Yeah. Well, guys, that was fun. I'm ready to go watch The Mandalorian Part 1 and Part 2 a couple more times. Same. Yeah. And I'm ready to go play a little bit more Jedi Fallen Order. I'm really taking my time with it, man. I'm taking my sweet little time with it. And um, well, Here's the cool thing. It's a game that you can play again and again and again. Yeah. That's something that's really neat. Very excited about it. Yeah. Just like The Mandalorian. I can watch it as many times as I want. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. Over and over and over. I swear I've seen it like six times, at least this week. Well, that's that, guys. <laughs> yeah. Let's close this one out. Josh, Eden, until next week, may the Force be with you. And with all of you. And with Baby Yoda. Always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow Clone Jason. Finally, fi- finally, this is what I've been waiting for. I plan to leave, land, land to leave, everything on the dance floor. Dress, dress to a tee, had a couple drinks, and I really can't wait no more. It's, a, it's about to be a show to see, cause I'm gonna go so hardcore. And that's when I saw her there dancing. Then she caught my eye and walked my way. She came right up and reached for my hand. Then she pulled me in closer to say, Touch me like a plushy baby, hold me like a plushy baby, treat me like a plushy baby, take me every, take me every. Touch me like a plushy baby, love me like a plushy baby, treat me like a plushy baby, take me everywhere. Ooh, that dress so scandalous and you know the other man can't handle it and she was shaking that thing like who's the ish with a look in the eye so devilish uh she had a thing for the hip-hop spots she would cruise with the cruise and connect yeah. the dots like just hip-hop she liked the pop and she was living the vida loca she <laughs> had dumps like a truck truck <laughs> truck that was like what what what, what? baby movie but 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 they can sing it again. again. She said, dumps like a truck, uh, truck, uh, truck. <laughs> that's like, what, what, what? All night long. Let me see that thong. Like it when your beat go, dun, dun, dun. Baby, make your booty go. That thong, 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 thong. I like it when the beat go. Baby, make your booty go. Like it when the beat go. That thong, 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 thong. All right, now I'm Are ready. Are you hyped? Now I'm ready to record. I have spoken.